Hello and welcome to episode 66 of Fergo and the Freak. I'm that bloke from Rugby League Project, Andrew Ferguson. You can find me on Twitter at AndrewRLP. And joining me as always is the glorious League Freak, who you can find on Twitter at League Freak. How are you going there, mate? Very good. Um, it's just a shame that it's all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rugby League is officially, unofficially dead. Yep. Um, it had a good run. It had a good run. With yeah. uh, it, It's been a barrage of mm. things for many, many years. Um, so this is pretty much an autopsy more than anything. Yeah, we're going to look at all of the things that have killed rugby league over the years, and uh, rugby league rest in peace. You had yeah. you you did good. You did good. You especially with the the trying circumstances that were around. Yeah, you, you've done very well. And uh, just just to top it off, I've actually thought of a few more. Oh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get those suckers written down as well. It's a yeah, list. It, it is quite a list. So I'm going to start with those two because at the top of the list. So the first okay. one is these are, in, are not in order. This is just a a uh, collaboration. A rather large, yeah, yeah. A, a rather large collaboration of factors that we've been told that would kill rugby league are going to kill rugby league. Yeah, have killed rugby league. Um. Yeah, and so it also means that there's a fair chance that we're going to forget some because there's been a lot. Yeah, a, a fucking lot, lot. I mean, weren't we talking last night about some of the stuff that even people back in 1909 were saying? <laughs> <was gonna> kill <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, some great conversation there. Mm. Um, so the first one we've got on here is Interstate Rugby League. Now, this comes from uh, the, the 40s, 50s, Around that period there, when New South Wales was flogging Queensland again, and there was just, oh, we can't have this anymore. It's bad for rugby league in Queensland. It's, it does nothing for New South Wales rugby league. So that's where that one comes from. And similarly, city versus country games. Yeah. They've been death riding that since about the 1940s. They finally killed it off a few years ago. Finally got there. You know what'll happen in a couple of years' time. They'll re they'll revamp it again. That's we're now on like a timeline with that, where it, it's got a cycle where they kill it, bring it back, kill it, bring it back, and uh, they can't work it out really. Well, as I've always said, the the best solution there is to not make it New South Wales city versus country. Just make it all of Australia city versus country. Yeah, and make right. the country areas be places that got a population of less than fifty thousand. Yeah. Exactly. It's like when you see, you know, people from Gosford saying that they're from the country. Newcastle, living in Newcastle. Oh, yeah, I'm from the country. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. Name for me someone who lives in Newcastle who's either a shearer or does fencing. Exactly. I don't. I mean, you'd get people that were living in Wollongongs, like in the country team. It was yeah. absolutely ridiculous. And That's I used right. to say that. Or even like Canberra. They'd be like, oh, yeah, you're from the country, Canberra. It's like Canberra's not the country. I'm sorry. That's right. And that feels like you're living at the end of the world, but you're not. I'd put it this way. If you've got um, ocean views, it's not country. Ex yeah, um, that's a very good one. If the average – actually, I should make it so that it's based on the average property price. So if what? it costs more than $500,000 to buy a standard three-bedroom house there, you're not yeah. in the country. How about this? How about this? I just thought of an even better one. What if you just draw a line in from the coast and you have to be 
like 150 kilometers inland. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, you think about that. That gets rid of all of those coastal towns. And I, I, I'm trying to find a reason why that's not good, why that wouldn't work. Because that goes up to the Blue Mountains. So, you like, you would get people that would be able to be qualifying if they lived in, say, Lithgow. Um, Canberra, I think Canberra is more than 150 k's inland. Maybe we can do a special Canberra zone as well. Well, there's not that many players that come from Canberra anyway, so I'm, I'm okay to give that a miss. Okay. <laughs> Um, one here which you so mentioned. Are, so are all tourists, by the way. Yeah. Um, this one that you mentioned was um not talking to journalists. That's yeah, players. Well, definitely. Well, there's no other way to really promote the game other than to talk to journalists and give them content. Um, and so yeah, the game basically died when players stopped talking to journalists, which was a real shame. Yeah, the poor journalists. Yeah, yeah, and they did so much to promote rugby league. Um, really fantastic people. It's just a, a shame that when rugby league died, they all had to fall back on their second job. Yeah. I, I, I was going to say something, and I stopped myself again. Uh, wow. you, I'm getting good at hearing when you do that, too. Yeah. Um, so the the next three here are all kind of linked together. So um, two referees, one referee, and all referees. Yep. Yeah, the referees really killed the game there. Um, at first it was one, then it was two. We needed one to bring it back. Forgetting that the vast majority of the game still uses one referee. But yeah, referees killed rugby league. Experts yeah. in the game, they love the game, but they killed rugby league. I mean, Such how, a shame. How dare they enforce the rules? I know, right? I mean, they get told what the rules are and they enforce them and then players and coaches break those rules and it's basically all on the referees. Yeah, it's a simple system, refs. Go out there and wait for a journalist to tell you when to call a penalty. Yeah. You've got a microphone, you've got a earphone, so you've got to do. Wait for the outrage, call the penalty. Wait yeah. for the response from the public, adjudicate accordingly. See you're how not, Andrew Johnson's feeling on the day. That's yeah, another not, good one. You're not there to be impartial or intelligent or do the right thing. You're there to keep the media happy. Exactly. Don't call what you see. Call yeah. what they want you to call. Stop doing your job properly. Yeah. Um, next one is not playing at suburban grounds, followed by playing at suburban grounds. Yeah, and that's probably why Rugby League died, was because playing at them and then not playing at them both killed the game. Um, and one of the big things for me is, too, that, I mean, who really wants to sit in a nice new seat in a nice stadium that's, you know, it's easy to get to, it's easy to get into and out of, you're covered when it rains? Who really wants that? Well... You want that because it gives you that real experience of footy from back in the good old days. Oh, I remember the good old days. Oh. Remember when you'd sit on the grass and you'd get wet from the grass and, you know, you were sliding down the hill. You had you'd all come, of the pissed idiots behind you. You'd come home covered in someone else's beer and, and leaking snot because oh. then you'd have the flu for another three weeks. It was the best. It was really what... 
made rugby league rugby league. Yeah. Um, touch footy, one of yours? Yeah, well, touch footy gave people one alternative to play in terms of not playing tackle footy, and it just killed rugby league, unfortunately. And, and I know that touch football in Australia now comes under the uh, Australian Rugby League umbrella, and so it is part of rugby league. And it obviously, I mean, it was it was invented, I believe, by South Sydney players that wanted a, a training exercise. But, yeah, it killed rugby league. And, you know, rest in peace. Certainly did. Um... <laughs> Barb's ring. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Oh man, when when the NRL spent fifteen grand to give Barb a ring, that was it. It was all over. <laughs> so, because oh, that fifteen grand could have been spent on grassroots footy. Yeah, that good grassroots. Cheers. That killed grassroots footy, which meant AFL came in and took over, and rugby league's going to be dead if it isn't already. We think it is. Who knows? There was we a killed there it. Was, and all it was going to take was fifteen grand, and the NRL spent that honouring for Barb. Yeah, it's nice to know it was such an easy solution to fix the problem with grassroots rugby league, which is fifteen grand. Fifteen, yeah, that's all it would take. It's brilliant. I reckon if it's fifteen grand is all they need, I reckon we could probably get it again. Oh, I don't know, maybe some crowdfunding. Maybe we could get Israel Folau on board to do some crowdfunding for us. Well, that'd work. We just need to take a <laughs> religious angle. Yeah. Um, so then there was expansion and no expansion? Yeah, because, like, when you expand the game, it's it kills rugby league because there's, there's just not enough players. There's well, not enough players. You do the maths, mate. It increases the risk of some team being folded. And that exactly. kills rugby league in that area, which then kills the game. Exactly. You know what's really funny is that players aren't all for expansion because if they were smart, they'd be saying, yes, we want way more first-grade jobs in the NRL. Yeah. But they, it's, it's not there. It's so stupid. Like, what are yeah. they doing? The players, if they're smart, they'd say, can we have a 54-team competition, please? Because if 54 teams have $9.6 million of salary cap available... Yeah. That's a lot of money going around. There's a lot of players out there going to be picking up a million dollars that don't deserve it. Exactly. But at the same time, expansion's going to kill rugby league. Exactly, yeah. We kind of know. I mean, um, you know, when they bring in a team from Brisbane, it's going to kill State of Origin. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, Once I mean, they bring in a team from Brisbane, State of Origin will just die because it won't it it won't make any sense to play State of Origin when we have a team from Brisbane. That's right, because because when the Crushers came in, that killed State of Origin then too. Yeah, yeah. Um, John Rebo. Well, he's like the Grim Reaper for rugby league. He comes in, and he's just going to kill it. Yeah, another John, John Grant. Oh, yeah, he's definitely going to kill rugby league. Um, you know, who was it, the player that he said with the wrong name? Was it Cameron Smith or someone? No, wasn't it, was it him? Or, no, it was Dave Smith. He's called Benji Marshall, Benji something else. Benji Barber. Benji Barber, that's it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I feel like John Grant maybe called Cronulla. He might have called Cronulla something weird. I'm sure there was something that, 
because he said something and it was like people were like, dude, dude, you know what you're talking about. And then uh, I think John Grant now works for the International Rugby League Federation in some capacity, which, I mean, that's an organization that does some incredible work all around the world, um, especially in northern England. Mm. Um, lack of vision. Yeah, not having a vision for the game. It's going to kill the game. In fact, it did kill the game. It's, uh, you know, because we've always had administrators that weren't thinking five minutes ahead of time rather than 20 years in the future. They've always been about vision. The game's got this fantastic ability to constantly hire fucking idiots, according to the fans and the media, as the CEO. Yeah. But no one in the, no, not one person in the media has any idea what the CEO of the NRL has to do, but they yeah. do know that they're doing a shit job. Yeah. Yeah. Every single true. one of them, every single one of them, you, they'll never tell you when someone did good. They'll probably say Ken Arthurson did good. Yeah. But, how uh, far do you have to go back before, like, you know how they're with prime ministers at some point, they just all become canonized. I'm wondering like, if they'll go as far back as Bill Buckley, because he was the last one to actually die in the job. Really? Oh, he was the only one that didn't. He didn't get. He didn't get sacked or fired. He died in office. That's what I want out of the person that runs rugby league. I want you to to work yourself to death. Yes, <laughs> be there till death. What do you reckon he would say to uh, when he sees Todd Greenberg going around and having morning teas everywhere? <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh wow! <laughs> we should put morning tea on this list. That's something we're missing. Yeah, morning um, tea. That's one of my ones. I'm always complaining about the morning tea brigade. Yeah, yes. Um, someone called Luke said, "League freak." Well, tell I, us what you done. What'd you do? I, I had it, and I was looking after it, and I just walked in, and it was dead. It was I just... didn't even do anything to it. It was like. Oh, man, but you're not going to believe me. It's just, it died. It just stopped working. It just, yeah, I, 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 everything was fine. We were having a good time, me and rugby league. And then I left the room, and when I come back in, it was dead. Hmm. Is this Mason again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, penalties. Yep. They There's, made the game... Uh, According to one journal, they made the game shit last year. Yes. The same journal who now wants the uh, penalties to be brought back to clean up the ruck. Yeah, and yeah. I think that this was all started very early on in the game's history when they come up with things called rules. And then they realized that when you broke those rules, there needed to be some sort of, I don't know what we'd call it, a penalty for breaking the rules. And it was all just downhill from there. Yeah, 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 they... It was it was a it was a wrong decision to start with. Just to have rules. Yeah, yeah. It should have just they should have left it that free for all game where they uh I don't know they take a block of cheese from one town to the other or something. I can't remember. Well, thinking for a, for a game that has no rules, yeah, that comes next on the list. That's AFL. Yeah. <laughs> See, we should have learned from that model. They yeah. got no rules and no idea what they're doing. Yeah, and look how good AFLs going outside of like the southern states hey it's just taken over the world yeah yeah it's uh it's gone gangbusters somewhere mm-hmm. um 
Todd Greenberg. He killed it. Morning tea, man. Uh, morning teas and, and photo opportunities. And Barb's ring. Barb's ring, yeah. We'll never forget Barb's ring. Yeah, that, that's his legacy defined right there. Is it? Am I, I, I? I think I can say this. I'd like to see Barb's ring, hey? Would I'm, you like I'm to see Barb's ring? Uh, look, I think um, from what I've heard, for 15 grand, you'd have to imagine it's a pretty big ring. Yeah, I would think so. It'd be impressive. It'd be very impressive. Yeah. And it'd sparkle too, I'd reckon. Yeah, I'd like to try it on. We'll go to the next one quick. Yeah. Um, soccer. Oh, yeah, soccer's going to kill rugby league, hey? It's been it's killing the... rugby league since day one, if we're honest. Yeah, I remember when uh, in the 90s they started to come out with these stats that were like, the mo- do you know what the most uh, the, the biggest sport in Australia is? It's 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 fishing, it's golf, it's soccer, it's basketball, and they're they were all going to kill rugby league and soccer, despite the fact that soccer and rugby league, wherever they are played together, have always been quite harmonious, and like there's been not that there's been no crossover because like there just has not been any rivalry between soccer and rugby league anywhere. You know what's but, interesting though. Yeah. Is that the the first ever club team to win a rugby league premiership? Yeah, and that's over in England in eighteen ninety five was Manningham, and they left rugby league entirely and became a soccer club. Oh wow! So the rot has already set in. Then is what you saying? Yeah, the very first season, soccer went. No, nah, we're killing it straight away. <laughs> and then just and then just realised that there's no point. It's not that big a threat, and they just moved on. I tell you what, soccer really, there was a shudder went through the soccer world when uh, Salford took their name back and they started calling themselves the Red Devils again. Yeah. Yeah, they were worried about that. Yeah, just go to um, salfordreddevils.co.uk. you get all yeah. the good Salford news. Fantastic website. Mm-hmm. Uh, rugby Union. Yeah, that's going to kill rugby league, hey? Um, especially between the years of about, what, like 1999 and 2005, I believe it was. Um, yeah, definitely going to kill rugby league. Uh, how can we stop that from happening? It's just going to happen. Yeah, you can't. You can't stop the inevitable. Mm. Um, someone by the name of uh, P. Uh, Gould sent in these two lawyers and doctors. Yeah, well, apparently they're going to be setting the rule book from now on. Uh, the lawyers and the doctors, and I don't think that's alarmist in any way, and I no. don't think that saying that in an alarmist way has anything to do with the fact that whoever this person is is probably not employed within the game anymore. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I don't think those two things are related whatsoever. No, no, I don't think so either. That would just be speculation. Definitely. Um, the bunker. Yeah, the bunker, definitely that's going to kill the game because, like, I mean, they spent money. Yeah, on improving the officiating, which is always a bad thing because, as we've already discussed, the referees are doing everything wrong anyway. Why try and help them do it wrong? Exactly. And, I mean, when you spend money to try and get the right decision at the end of the day, 
I mean, of, of course you're going to kill the game doing that. Yeah, you're manipulating the result to where it should be, not to what the media wants it to be. Exactly. You can't have that. Um, banning punching and shoulder charges. Yeah, well, like, I, I think that when you ban punching and shoulder charges, you take away the gladiatorial aspect of the game. Yes. And also, um, punching and shoulder charges are going to kill the game as well because they could kill someone. Yeah, because, and that goes back to the doctors and lawyers a little exactly, bit as well. Exactly, it does. Yeah. It's all, because, it's all interweaved. Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't just one thing that killed rugby league. It was a whole lot of things. Oh, yeah, it's all meshing together, this stuff. Uh, wrestling. Yeah, wrestling killed the game. I know that a tackle in general is very hard to describe without talking about wrestling another human being to the ground that doesn't want to be taken to the ground. But wrestling is going to kill rugby league, especially yeah, I mean, WWE it's, wrestling. It's hard. Well, that's, this is the thing. You know, We need to see some actual WWE moves in there, not the submission holds. No. But, you know, just, it'd be good if James Tamo just came in for a tackle and just delivered like a rock bottom or something on someone. That would be amazing. In fact, didn't, isn't that what uh, Pango Jr. did on the, on the weekend to <laughs> James it, Maloney? It looked more like he was, he was trying to do, pull off a, a frog splash. Yeah, I was about to say a frog splash. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. It's more of a yeah. uh, well, didn't quite have all the moves, but maybe a uh, a Val Venus style money shot. Yeah, which is the same thing. Yeah, there's some uh, people. You know the other thing too. There's another thing I was just going to say quickly about Val Venus. Some people may not know. There's a video of him on YouTube wearing a Leeds Rhinos jumper. Oh, really? Yeah. There you oh. go. Completely random, but anyway, as you're saying. Um, well, if you think about it, a pole driver could be described as a tackle, and that is a wrestling move. Yeah, but you're uh, taking above the past the horizontal. Yeah, that is true. Um, what else? What, what about uh, what's the one that um, Goldberg does? You know, he's oh, the, spear. the spear. The spear. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose you could also do the jackhammer as well because he brings them down onto their back. Yeah, that's true. Um, the one that I'd really like to see is is Kane's finishing move, where somebody just grabs them by the neck and lifts them up, and that'd be the best. Oh no, you know what? I've just thought of a better one. Yeah. Mick Foley with the sock. <laughs> That would be the shit. Can you imagine there's a fight in State of Origin or something and all of a sudden you look over and fucking, who would do that in State of Origin? Andrew Fafita. Yes. He <laughs> would. He's got a sock. He's got a sock yeah, and he's like, stop, he's killing him. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Best. Um, it's just a shame rugby league's dead because I'd like to see that. We can bring back Jim Ross to the commentary from the sideline. Oh, my God. He killed him. He's dead. Anyway, bad Texan accents away. Um, the Australian Rugby League Commission. Yeah, well, once the game got its independence from uh, the media organizations that were blood-sucking vampires, there was no doubt that the game was going to die. Yeah, you could not have that taking taking place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they they were only interested in the development of the game, and yeah, not the media. And that was a problem. Well, they they yeah they always had the game's best interests first. And I know that when 
the independent commission was set up that the game just happened to make many times more money out of its broadcasting deals, but that was just a coincidence. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that was a fluke. Yeah. Yeah. Pure fluke. Um, David Smith. I mean, he didn't even know the players' names. Yeah, and I mean, you know, he had ideas, and I th- always think that ideas and goals, uh, well, basically, they're, they're the pathway to death. You know, he wanted yeah. to get crowds up to 20,000. I mean, really? Who who wants that? Who wants bigger crowds? The thing was, he was, he was trying to turn, you know, this humble working-class sport into the business it was supposed to be. That's just stupid. He didn't I even know. know the players' names. How can he organise and turn it into a business? He doesn't even know the players' names. He should know the players' names. He uh, said the not... name Benji Barber and doesn't even know the players' names. You're supposed to know the players' names if you're going to do this. How can you not know the players' names? Exactly. He should think, have known the players' names. I think that was the point that I was trying to get across. Yeah. Um, David Gallup. Oh, he's definitely going to kill the game. It was an interesting one, given that he worked with the media organisation that was practically running the game at the time. As a as a lawyer, by the way. Yeah. He was the lawyer. He got the he got the role because no one else wanted it, and he was the lawyer. And he basically took I think he took over temporarily and was in the role for a long, long time. But you know what? When he leaves rugby league and takes over soccer, and he knows yeah. all of rugby league's secrets, definitely yeah. can kill the game. Absolutely. I mean, look at our look at how the A League's going now, flying. Yeah, um, David Moffat. How can anybody be the boss of the game without a tie? Exactly. Didn't even wear a tie. I mean, what, what is that? Some sort of kooky clown sort of behaviour. That is exactly. I mean, uh, a tie. A tie. The writing was on the wall when he came in. He wasn't even wearing a tie. Yeah, that was a big thing. I mean, no tie. Dead. Killed the game. Exactly. Uh, Neil Whitaker. Oh, yeah. He's definitely going to kill the game. Oh, he's, all his talk of mergers and mm. doing sensible things and making the game a bit smaller. and yeah. Plus, he used to be a, he used to play as a hooker as well. You can't trust a hooker. Never, you look at the ever. talk today about Cameron Smith. Yeah. Look at the business dealings of Benny Elias, allegedly. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, there, there's be... two there's two flimsy cases to back it up. Exactly, you know. And Neil Whitaker he comes in and he's like, "Oh, let's bring the two competitions together again." How dare he? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Super League. Oh yeah, it's going to kill the game. Um, it will not survive. Uh you know, how can the game survive if it's just Sydney comps? Because I don't think there's any history of there being a Sydney-based club competition ever working, ever. No, you've, so long as you're looking solely at post-1981, mm-hmm. yeah, it's hard, it's hard to argue, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it didn't work in England when they had an all-Sydney competition over there. No. It, it, that Like, all of the Sydney clubs in England are now gone. Yeah. So, about there. Uh, here's another one of your ones. Uh, mums with kids. Because I there's think... a difference between mums with kids and mums without kids. Yes, and, and, and this, is, this is very important. 
it's not mums. It's mums with kids. Yeah, it's got to okay. be a motive. Beca- yeah, because, like, and this is brought up all the time, because mums with kids, they don't want they don't want little Timmy playing rugby league and, and, and having their their star players as being rugby league players and, and put their pictures on their wall and all that sort of thing. So mums with kids, they're taking their kids and playing AFL and, and soccer and all that other shit. And they mums with kids basically killed rugby league, especially with the punching and the, all of yeah. the penalties and stuff like that and the, yeah. the shoulder charges. And mums with kids did not like that at all. This is right. Um, some of the mums of kids were also parents abusing referees at kids' games, and they were killing the game too. Yes, that is very true. Uh, I look, I think mums with kids uh, is the biggest threat to rugby league in its whole because history. It's interesting because there were dads who were abusing refs at games, but they weren't dads with kids. No, they this, were just they were just angry, angry dads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But dads but don't mums. have kids. Yeah, mums with kids are just, uh, I mean, they've just got these standards that they refuse to lower for rugby league. And it's weird because mums with kids only become an issue in about the late 90s, I reckon. Before that, there were no mums with kids. Well, maybe kids were just, they didn't have parents at all. Possibly. Maybe rugby league was just the game for orphans up until the late 90s. Well, there were. Well, I know one orphan actually did. He did well in rugby league. That was Keith Holman. Oh, there you go. See yeah. what I mean? See, it's there. We we went away from the roots of the game. Started mm. started chasing kids who had parents. Yeah, bad decision. Bad decision. Uh, social media. Oh yeah, that's going to kill rugby league. Um, definitely. Like, you know why it's going to kill rugby league because. It allows players and clubs to speak directly to fans and so that they're not talking to the journalists anymore and that's going to kill the game. So it's it's kind of goes hand in hand. It also allows um, everyday Aussie people to have their says about the Aussie game without having to wait for a journalist to give their opinion on it first. Yeah, exactly. It allows That's people bad. to express themselves. Yeah, you don't yeah. want people to be able to create their own content discussion when That's you right. want to control it. That's exactly right. That was a big problem. Um, yeah. Oh god, what else was on this? Mad Monday, dressing up, uh, um, sex videos, drugs, video phones. I mean, first of all, I know it sounds like an awesome night out. Right, but it killed rugby league. Or, or Monday for you? Yeah, it sounds it sounds like the weekend. <laughs> um, full time professionalism. Oh, that's going to kill the game. It won't survive. Imagine that players having all that spare time on their hands. The mischief they'll get up to. How much damage they'll do to the game. Yeah. Oh, you know what we forgot to add? Fortnite. We haven't added it. You haven't forgotten yet. <laughs> the list is yeah. still going. Oh, Fortnite. Okay. Yeah. Fortnite's going to kill rugby league because and PlayStations and Xboxes because these players, they because they're full-time professionals and they get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Uh, I don't like it when they have time to themselves to do things they enjoy in any capacity. 
So, yeah, playing PlayStation or Xbox or whatever, it's going to kill the game. Absolutely. Um, here's one you've got here. Yep. Uh, gym equipment. <laughs> okay, so this comes back to probably about, I think it was about 13 years ago, right? No, you know when it was? It was a bit longer than that when I think about it. It was when Parramatta was good. And the... A while ago. Yeah, that's a fucking long time ago. They weren't winning a premiership, but they were still pretty good. Anyway, so they uh, head slams. The, the term head slam come in. And they were saying, oh, it's because, you know, players are full-time professional. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, there was this piece of gym equipment that the Parramatta Eels had, and a journo caught wind of it, and they got some footage of it. And it basically was two handles that were upright, like kind of like what some uh, stepping machines have, like the two upright handles. Mm -hmm. And the players would grab these handles, twist them around to the side, and then push them down towards the ground. And it was weighted, this machine was weighted. And what the, the machine's idea was is that it was to it was to engage different muscle groups that are hard to get to just with normal gym equipment. And but because when you did that move, it kind of was a similar looking move to a head slam. Of course, the players were being trained to do head slams. It was nothing about them having a, you know use different muscle groups and so and the machine i believe and look this might have been the media saying it i i I don't know but the machine was called the dominator okay dominator the dominator now i've called many different things in my life over the years a dominator but this do go on (laughs) i cannot but yeah so the dominator is just one piece of gym equipment that he's killed the rugby league. Um, kicking the ball dead. Oh, yeah, because it's taking players like Bill, Billy Slater. Remember him? Remember when Billy Slater was completely negated out of the game of rugby league by kicking the ball dead? Yeah, no. Yeah, neither do I. But <laughs> kicking the ball dead is apparently going to kill the game because it'll stop great players like Billy Slater and, and you know, Greg Inglis uh Lockie is players like that they, they will never be able to have any impact on the game anymore because teams just kick the ball dead and these fullbacks they can't have any influence on the game anymore yeah because there used to be this thing that players used to do all the time to negate the, the ability of the fullback and that was they kicked for the sideline which they still do yeah but that's beside the point <laughs> it's just kicking the ball dead yeah yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> scrums. Oh, scrums. Oh, scrums. Forever killing they, the game of rugby league. So they needed they needed to get rid of them in the 70s because it led to one player becoming, was it quadriplegic? John Farragher? Yep. yep. Um, now the scrums today are just a complete waste of time. They're not like the scrums in the good old days where they crippled people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and there was nothing better than seeing a scrum form and then a bunch of players sort of just fell on top of each other, and then the ball spat out the back, and there was a penalty, and you didn't really know what for. That was the most exciting shit in the whole game. Yeah, it was fantastic. I, I loved uh, I loved the way scrums worked back then. And even yeah. back then, too, they used to have about 30 or 40 of them every game. It was fantastic. Great viewing. Yeah, we need to go back to when we ca- counting scrums again as a statistic. 
Yeah, because that was so fantastic. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah, those scrums and the way they set too. That oh. was just it was just all random. Oh, it's fantastic viewing. Ah, oh, just thinking about it is getting me wet. <laughs> exactly. Um, the one-on-one strip that'll keep the juices flowing. Oh, well, it killed the game, unfortunately. The one-on-one strip. Well, for uh, everyone except for Canberra. I mean, Canberra's still playing the game. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, it's Canberra. Who cares? There's no one to play against, so there's no point. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the way they'll win a premiership, especially with Crocker on the side. But, um, yeah, the the one-on-one strip, I mean, there was so many things. It stopped players from offloading the ball ever again. It meant the players couldn't just, you know, walk up to the line juggling it. You know, they had to hold on, hold on to the ball, which killed the game. Terrible, terrible thing. It was. Um, the corner post. Yeah, corner post. For a long post. time. There was a lot of debate about uh, the corner post and how it was hitting, hitting it with a grubber kick sometimes meant the ball went dead. And if you hit it, then, oh, God, there were so many different rules and issues around it. And eventually they decided to get rid of it to try and make the game a bit more exciting. Killed the game. Now people are just exploiting the hell out of it. Remember when, remember when, like, in the in the good old days, when the uh, full-time siren would go and people would rush onto the field and um, just swamp players. That was wonderful, by the way. Um, and you would get these young kids would go and grab the corner post, and all of a sudden you had, like, four kids running around a field with these murder sticks, with these just murderous, ready to kill someone with them because they, they killed the game. But you had these people that were running around with them. It's really Well, especially really given that, that they would not have been free to make. No. So clubs would have had to fork out heap of money every year just for four corner posts for every game because all these pesky kids would come along and pinch the material. Yeah, for, for like, enjoyment. I don't want people to go to games to enjoy the games. You want them to go there and empty their pockets of all money humanly possible. Yes. Not about enjoyment. No, no. I don't watch rugby league to enjoy it. In fact, quite the opposite. Exactly. I enjoy it just to just to lose my money and get pissed off about it. Yeah, I, I I watch rugby league basically with the same face that that James Hooper has twenty four seven. Pre or post um, Brett Finch roasting? No, no, not that dumbfounded look after Brett Finch told him what's what. That pre look. Oh, the pre look. Like, yeah, just uh, just like ugh, like just miserable cunt face. <laughs> he looks like he's uh He's looking at himself in the, in the mirror, and he doesn't like the look of the person looking back at him, and he wants to have a fight with it. <laughs> what are you looking at? Oh, do you? Oh, it's like he, it's like he's never seen a mirror before, and he walks up to a mirror. And he's like, "That's fucking me." Who's what? that? <laughs> Who's that? Who that? Yeah. yeah. Um, the judiciary. Oh, that's definitely going to kill a guy. Mate, the judiciary, remember the inconsistency, it's killing the game. Remember in the 70s, before the judiciary really kicked in properly, and the game was just flying, and then the judiciary just took over, and it was like, oh, what are you doing? You're changing the fabric of the game. Bringing, you know, upholding laws and penalising yeah. people for being wrong. Yeah. Yeah, God. 
Horrible, horrible. Uh, the video referee, I know we said bunker before, but yeah, this, the video referee has been around longer than the bunker. Yeah, definitely going to kill the game. The Oporto referee. Um, Not Oportos. Well, Oportos are doing their damn best to make sure the video referee doesn't kill the game. But there's yeah. only so much that good hamburgers can do for you. Exactly, and those wonderful chips. I, uh, oh, man, now I could go to them. Damn it. Getting distracted. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Yes. The salary cap. Oh, the salary cap will kill the game because any time that you can save the clubs from spending themselves to death, I think that, you know, you're going to kill the game. Oh, the other one was, mate, what about all of those players that the Broncos have have nurtured and produced and brought through their system and because oh. of the... Because of the restrictive salary cap, they can't use any of them because I'll have to go to another club because I can't afford to keep them all. Yeah, yeah, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. And also, like, the way that we have basically every single team except a couple of them have won a premiership over the last 20 years, unacceptable, completely unacceptable. I don't like – I mean, unpredictability when I'm watching a sporting event. I watch it to – so it confirms everything that I want it to confirm. I don't want to watch an unpredictable sporting contest. Exactly. Every fan should be able to watch their team go out there and have an undefeated season every year. Yeah. Making like teams so. lose is just wrong. Um, Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. Look, well, what he's done to, look what he's done to the game. We used to have a good system where we had one game on Channel 10... Yep. One game on the ABC. Yep. What was wrong with that? The rest were on the radio. Now all of a sudden we've got to watch every, now now we've got to watch every game live. Yeah, nothing better than tune into the ABC and watch Debbie Spillane and Warren Boland and that was like the best. You know, three PM with five hundred people at the game and then he goes and ruins it. Yeah. All these replays. A whole channel? A whole channel. Dedicated to it? Watching it. Can you imagine anything worse than watching Rugby League 24-7? My goodness. Bloody hell, Rupert. Um, Chris Johns. Yeah. This is not so much because of his playing days. No. It was more more the case that he was uh, John Rebo's right-hand man. Right, yes. That's that's pretty much all this. We won't go too much further than that. Uh, Kerry Packer. Uh, good old Kerry Packer. A man of the people. He was. He was a people's man, especially yeah. when the people had money that he wanted. Exactly. Um, loved the game, as long as he was putting money in his pocket. Uh, killed killed rugby league, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, weight divisions in junior footy and age divisions in junior footy. Killed the game. Yeah. Uh, obviously, why can't we? Why can't we just have a bunch of say, a whole competition of ten-year-olds who weigh exactly thirty-seven kilos, or forty-seven yeah. kilos, or fifty-seven kilos, and just have a competition for each group based on their age, and they all have exactly the same weight. I like this idea, and have like, like seventy-eight divisions per age group. Per age that'd, group, yeah, that'd be brilliant. Yeah. That'd be the way. And think of the number of kids you'd need to make that work as a competition. Yeah. That fixes grassroots footy. Yeah. And there's there's no... I mean, I know that some people 
are worried about like weight divisions coming because you don't want this. And this comes back to mums with kids, not just mums, oh, yeah. mums with kids. Uh, this had. comes back to them. They don't want little Timmy to be having to play against somebody that's bigger than them. Because that doesn't so happen in the NRL. They should be playing against people that are, No, never, ever. It doesn't happen in life. Like, I don't know why it should happen on a footy field because in life everyone's the same size. So they should ha- be able to allow little Timmy, right, to play against everybody that's your same size because that will work really well. Exactly. That would be so much better. Mm. Um, Macklemore. Macklemore's going to kill rugby league. Did you know that? And the uh, that performance he did, which I didn't see. Um, Neither did was, I. That was insert rage here. All I remember was like, because I, I didn't watch it. I think I was drinking pretty heavily at the time. And like... I didn't know who I don't I don't know who Malcolm Moore is right, but I know that whatever Malcolm Moore stands for is going to kill rugby league, and it was a seismic event when Malcolm Moore sung whatever songs Malcolm Moore sings. I'm I'm wondering if Malcolm Moore is his first and second name, his surname or is his name Mac Elmore? Is it Macklemore? Moore? It's got to be Mackle Moore. Or is it Mac Elmore A? Who knows? Mackle, Mac, Mac, maybe it's Mac L Moore. Ah, so L could be like Lionel. Lionel. <laughs> Mac, Mac Lionel Moore. Yeah. There we go. I had no idea about that. Um, one which was raised this year by a uh, prominent Sydney rugby league journalist was. Uh, Team songs that all sound the same. Damn it! Oh yeah, they. It's, it's very, very, you know, depressing when you see all of these team songs, most of which I've never seen before, and they all just sound the same. You know what they sound like? They sound like a seventeen men singing in jubilation, like they've won something. It's really, it's really, really weird. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny because. There was talk from certain sections of the media saying, "Oh, the AFL let's put let's uh, cameras go into the dressing sheds to see the teams singing their team songs that they're after every game." Mm. The NRL should do this, so the NRL does. I was like, "Well, what do they put the team songs on for? They all sound the same." Yeah, exactly, exactly. Classic. Classic. Um, we've got a few here from from some uh, people who responded on Twitter to my uh, initial tweet about this. Okay. Uh, someone said mergers. The uh, the Storm, the Titans, the Tigers getting eight games on Thursday nights. Definitely. Only one game on a Sunday at Leichhardt Oval. Yep. That, oh, that killed rugby league. Yeah. Uh, Roosters and the Salary Sombrero. Yep. Uh, third party arrangements, agreements. Yep. Um, now someone else said the Media Circus. What? what? Yeah, there's no never been any such thing. Uh- yeah, no such. Yeah, I don't know what that even would the be. Media the media is completely perfect. Yeah. Um, Triff81 said Phil Rothfield. I don't get that at all. No, um, wonderful for the game. Yeah, someone else said Cameron Smith. Um, oh, definitely. Greg, Greg said betting, steroids, and player behavior. Yeah. I'd even throw in there, um, there was a period in the late 80s, early 90s, where marijuana was a problem as well, too. Mary Jane. 
Mary yeah. Jane killed rugby league. Um, AJ Mithen gave us two good ones. It was Sonny Bill Williams leaving and Jared Haynes, Jared Hayne leaving as well. Definitely. And then Sonny Bill Williams also coming back. And they had that it, magnificent thing where they went through what Sonny Bill was thinking about. What do you mean? Didn't you remember that? It was like one of the first two games, something like that. Yeah. They had him on the bench and Channel 9 did this thing where they got Sonny Bill Williams' thoughts or something. No. Oh, mate. Really? That sounds so corny. It was it was dire. Oh, jeez. I'm glad I missed that. That killed rugby league a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Linda Blanchard said, Clayton Scrums. We've been through that already. Yeah, yeah. Phil Lucas with a classic. I love this one. The cost of pies and beer at the footy. Oh, how are you supposed to take a family of 12 to the football and clothe and feed them? I mean, I know and that how, when I... And, and house them. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, I know when I take all of the family to the football fucking starving, how am I <laughs> supposed to feed them when the pies and, and the chips and everything cost so much money? you got to go there. It's like... $300 for a season ticket. you got to throw that in there for every game because oh. apparently that's what it costs every game. Exactly. And then it's like $5 per pie. So for your 12 kids, there's 60 bucks, And it's $8 for every beer you got to have for every child because they drive you to it. So there's yep. another <laughs> there's, there's another 90 bucks or so. Oh, the cost, mate. It's like 500 bucks just to go to the footy. And that it's doesn't even cost getting home. Then what about the parking? The parking. the parking, oh, that's another 50 bucks. And the then the parking. petrol to get there. Oh, it's a grand. Ridiculous. It's a grand every game. You know, I starve my family three days leading into the football, and they can't even give me a pie for $1.50. I've got to pay four bucks for a pie. The nerve. Ridiculous. They even charge you a dollar for sauce. Yeah. The nerve of them. Unbelievable. Oh, horrible. Uh the limited tackle rule. Oh, that's definitely going to kill rugby league. Change the fabric of the game. Yeah, stop it being looking like rugby union. Yeah, yeah. You know what would make it even worse? If they changed from unlimited tackles and then a few years later decided to like add 50% more tackles? Terrible. Yeah, that was that was woeful. Yeah. Um, TV rights, says Gareth. Oh, yeah, TV rights will kill rugby league. Because it stopped being about the sport and started being about money. Yeah. Who wants money? Not like money. The, because the game was not built on money in any way whatsoever. No, no. I remember when it first started, if you look it up in the history books, they said uh, rugby league is going to split from a rugby union just because. Yeah. Yeah, just because we want to have another competition that makes no money whatsoever. Yeah. We don't want to be making any money. We don't want any financial gain or profit out of this in any way whatsoever. Not even the players. None of them want it. In fact, maybe what we should call rugby league is charity ball. Yeah. That sounds good, charity ball. Yeah. Um, the last one was live TV, which I think you mentioned already. Yeah, live TV. I mean... As soon as they shut, start showing all of the games live, uh, no one's going to go. No one's going to go. Um, but there it is. That's a pretty definitive list. Yeah. It makes you um, wonder how the hell the game survived for so long with all of those dramas killing it. 
Yeah, and then like it finally died, and this is the autopsy. Yeah, um, did pretty well for a while there though, didn't it? It did, yeah. And um, obviously, it'll be back again this weekend, but it'll die yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah, uh, it dies yeah. It dies after every weekend. Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, rest in peace, rugby league. You did rest do in- it. Yeah, played played strong, done fine. Mm. Something like that. Um, where would we bury rugby league now that it's dead for a week? Do we well, bury it in Sydney or do we bury it in Huddersfield where it was born? I, I can't do that to rugby league. I can't take where it would, Where would its final yeah. resting place be? I feel like rugby league would be a little bit like what the Romans used to do when they wanted to make sure somebody was forgotten about. So they would basically throw them into a river. I just, just chuck it away. Yeah, yeah, just chuck it in the river, and then it's like, yeah, it's gone now. If we don't have a river nearby, do we put it in the general waste bin or the recycles bin? That's a really good question. Um, That's a really good question. Well, Mm. uh, like, if we put it in the general waste bin, right, it'll get put into, like, a, a dump somewhere in Australia, whereas if we put it into the recycling bin, it'll get packaged up and put on a ship and taken to like Indonesia or China and then they'll put it in their general dumps. That's right. That's how recycling works these days. Yeah, that's how it works, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to become landfill. That's 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 unfortunate. Yeah, but you know, what what, what can you do with it? You know, yeah, that's it's, true. Ah, it's, you can't just leave yeah. the carcass lying around for people to trip over. No, no, eventually, you know, it starts to smell and, you know, you try and keep it together with wire and stuff like that and your neighbours start complaining and then you got to, like, move it outside and, you know, start getting magpies and maggots and stuff like that. It's just annoying. It certainly is. And yeah. um, it does raise another question too, and that is what do we do with all of the rugby league journalists who were complaining about rugby league all the time what are they going to do with themselves now will they will they just move on to become political commentators well they're wonderful people that live wonderful happy lives and fulfilled lives and so i'm sure that there's something else that they would do with their lives um i've said before that i would love to put them all on a rocket ship and send it into the sun um maybe we could do that for um for, for research purposes. Yeah. We need to know how the sun works. Pretty much. Yeah, it's not it's not your way of trying to get rid of them. It's, it's about mm. trying to put that research skill that they have to maximum effect. They can write about it. Yeah. Go research the sun. Tell us how it works and how we can preserve it so that it doesn't blow up and kill everyone. Exactly, because we don't want the sun to die like rugby league did. That's right. That's right. So we, we've, doing, we've got to learn lessons here. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that has been thorough. Yeah, I've I've loved this episode. I think we did really well. Uh, what are you going to do now that rugby league's dead? By the way, um, Fortnite, I guess. Yeah, I I might I might uh, I might play Destiny too. Either that, or I might I might whip out Dominator. Yeah, bring bring the Dominator out and have some fun with that. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. I'm going to do that right now, actually. <laughs> sounds, sounds good um, 
So, people, if you've got some other suggestions for this list, um, obviously it's too late to tell us now, but uh, by all means, you can join in a conversation after the episode's gone up and um, respond to the tweet. Tell us what you think should have also been on the list. Uh, we're at Fergo Freak Pod. Uh, you can also follow League Freak at League Freak or myself at Andrew RLP. You can drop us a line via email at podcast at leaguefreak.com. Anything else? Yeah, let's uh, listen to the starting block. Starting block, drop the K. That's a given. They're on Twitter. Uh, Follow Arabella. She's trying to get over 200 followers. So we're going to get her over 200 followers on Twitter. Um, I thought she was was chasing 800. Is it 800? Yeah, it might be 800. Yeah, you're right. She had had 800 and then two of them pissed off on her. So she was back underneath again. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Get, it, get it back over 800. I th- why did I say 200? I thought I it was 200. I don't know why. Anyway, yeah, get 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 it back up there. Um, what else have we got that's happening? We've got a guest coming up this week. Yep, that'll um, be fun. We will be doing a special live show this weekend. Yeah. Or a huge game over in England. So that's going to be on late at night. On oh, on yeah. Saturday night, Sunday morning, that sort of it, period. Yeah, what what would you call it? Like Saturday, if you tune in Saturday at eleven fifty nine p.m. Yeah, we'll say eleven. We'll, we'll be on there a little bit sooner. Yeah, like maybe eleven fifty six or something like that if we're, things are going well. Yeah, and you can tune in to Fergo and the freak on the. Uh, we'll put it on Periscope or on YouTube. That's a good question. Um, we we should probably do YouTube. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go YouTube. We'll go YouTube, um, and we'll be doing our unique live call of the um, English Challenge Cup final between St. St. Helens, Helens and someone they're going to flog. Yeah, St Helens and whoever the fuck the other team is. Who cares? Was it Warrington? Yeah, who cares? Yeah, it's one of the teams that start with W. That's pretty much most of the Super League. It's St Helens and everyone, all the other teams start with W. Yeah. Um. So yeah, tune in for that. Yes, and uh, we're currently working on a big history episode as well. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Hope that we can get that done this week. If not, it'll definitely be up by next week. So that's going to be a big one too. Yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in. We absolutely love the support you give us. Uh, we never, ever take it for granted. We see all of your retweets. We see all of the shares that you do on Facebook, and, man, it, it is amazing. You, the support has been fantastic. So thank you all so much. Absolutely. And even if Rugby League dies, we'll still be here. Fuck yeah, we will. <laughs> all righty. Catch us later. <laughs>